This podcast is Welcome back to another episode of Bourbon and Borderlands here on the Black Tastic Podcast Network. I'm one of your hosts, Panama Jackson, here with the rest of my illustrious co-hosts, the crew, the squad, the homies, the what what. I got Janae, I got Jabri, I got Corey, I got Shawnice. We are in the building. How are y'all doing? Hello. Great. Great. What's up? Fantastic. What's up? (laughs) Janae. (laughs) (laughs) And squad, it just, it was in my spirit and I had to let it out. Listen, that's what we're here for. We're here to have a good time. Because I'm gonna tell you, listen, what we what we watching, we we need to we need to lift our own spirits. We got to lift every voice and sing. Because okay. um, did y'all have y'all seen the Temptations movie? I know I know Jabri. Absolutely seen right. You yes, seen we're black. Sure, okay, listen, you got to ask these questions. Black Do you remember how that movie once it started going bad, it just never got better? Like everybody dies off. Like every. Every five yeah. minutes, it gets a little worse and a little sadder, a little sadder until at some point you're just like, "I need a hug." That's yeah. how I feel. That's how I feel watching uh, Queen Sugar right now. Man, yeah, like we're about to have Smokey Robinson singing at a funeral in a minute. I miss you, my buddy. <laughs> One of the worst renditions of any song of all time, oh, by no. the way. Listen, I'm I'm not here to argue about whether or not Smokey can sing or not. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not going down that road. I'm just yeah. saying. It was it was way more comical than it should have been. Is all I'm saying. Like I laughed. <laughs> it lightened it lightened the funeral for me. But yeah, like this this whew. I've said it before on this podcast. The relatable content meter is like going through the roof. It's it's flashing red yeah. at all times. Like the whole thing. Yeah, I see every part of life for all of us what we've seen how y'all doing watch how do y'all feel watching this so far i mean it's not the show though i mean it's what it's what life was like right. so if they if they're doing a realistic rendition of what life was like last year i mean this is what it was like it is what it is you know and not even was like but in many ways like still life still is like this in, right. in, a, in a lot of different ways i think it would be um, a little less taxing on the spirit if we were already on the other side, but we're still in many ways still trying to get there. So it, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's heavy. Definitely. Yeah. Corey, what about you? How are you feeling watching it? For me, it's kind of what I was expecting. You know, once we found out that they were going to talk about the coronavirus, you know, I, I kind of expected this. Um, so I think, you know, this is kind of just the way it had to be. Yeah. What I will say too is, they have nailed it. Like this show is nailing the 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 time frames and how we how we feel and uh, we're feeling yeah. during the time. And that I think that's what get that's why that's why it's so heavy to me because it's like it's not like I'm it's not like I think I mentioned it's like a documentary at this point. Like I'm watching what really happened in yeah. our families and things like that, and I'm seeing a version of what life looked like that. Mm-hmm. And apparently, that's what everybody's life looked like. And the same instances and occurrences, um, the frustrations bubbling over for being stuck in the house and, and having to deal with kids 
Mm-hmm. You know, for those of us with children who are at home with them, trying to keep them entertained and trying to find ways to keep them stimulated, it's been it's been a challenge at times. Right. You know what I mean? Like just just. Um, <laughs> God bless you all. <laughs> yeah, it's an interesting look back on life, and for my money, they're nailing every part of it, for better or worse. Just because of how um, we these are our folks, you know what I'm saying? And to mm-hmm. see them going through this, this stuff impacts me watching the homies go through it. So with that being said, since I've already brought everybody's spirits down, <laughs> we might as well get into this recap. And Janae is on recap duty this week. You ready? I am on recap duty. So let's go ahead and hop into it. So we have made it to early May 2020 and Miss Rona is still breathing down everyone's neck. But at least at this point, it seems that everyone is starting to get into their quarantine routine. Darla's gotten a groove with the home improvements. Blue is still a genius, but also driving Darla up the wall, who has to find some way to keep that child occupied all day. And Ralph Angel is still securing the bag at the nursing home. Nova and Calvin are still in isolated bliss. That is until Calvin drops the news that his eldest daughter, Courtney, is coming home from college and wants to quarantine with them, which, of course, gives Nova pause, given her experience not too long ago with Calvin's racy McRacist ex-wife, a.k.a. <laughs> Courtney's mama, Haley. <laughs> um, but Calvin, OK, because that's I, I think it covers it. Um, but Calvin assures Nova that Courtney is nothing like her mom. And so far, it seems that that might be true. And in fact, Nova and Courtney really hit it off and are bonding over light subjects like, you know, misogyny, cisgender privilege, so on and so forth. <laughs> Very on brand. Um, Charlie. Was awesome. That was awesome. <laughs> Calvin was like, you've been coaching her? <laughs> okay. Listen, I felt the same Coming way. From the like, same cloth. Like, she wasn't joking about reading true, like, true papers. Like, she's literally yeah, a disciple. She's, she's true to it. Um, Charlie and Micah also seem to be enjoying their time at home and really getting to know each other and see each other in a different light. Charlie shares more uh, with Micah about her experience having him while she was in college and how she was ultimately able to persevere over folks' attempts to shame her and the other struggles of being a college mom. And it seemed that they were really starting to see eye to eye as two adults. That is until Charlie, accidentally on purpose, debatable, stumbled upon some evidence that gave her reason to suspect that Micah had been out here getting it popping in the Ponderosa. Well, <laughs> Charlie, who actually started off with some valid concerns, flew off the handle in a way that only Charlie could and essentially told Micah that he was just like his low down daddy. Needless to say, that didn't go over well, but thankfully, after some more candid conversation and apologizing, they were able to get back to being the mother-son, corporate interest-fighting, freestyle-rapping duo, Bored Alone and West, by the end of the episode. Meanwhile, Violet and Prosper have been kicking it real heavy after Anvai convinced Prosper to get out the house and come keep her company for a bit while Hollywood was out of town looking after his mom. Prosper tried to put up a fight, but after Vi mentioned home-cooked meals and one thought about all those lean cuisine frozen dinners he's been eating, he was on the way. And it was really nice to see Prosper actually enjoying the company of other living, breathing people, looking joyful, at least for a little while. But unfortunately, things with Hollywood's mom have taken a turn for the worse. She's been admitted to the hospital and Hollywood hasn't been able to see her despite sitting out in the parking lot for days waiting for updates. Tragically, her condition doesn't improve and she ultimately passes away from what feels like an all too quick battle with COVID-19, which we here in the real world know is an all too familiar tale. Ralph Angel is also getting an up-close and personal look at the toll COVID can take on a family while working at the nursing home. He gets particularly close to a resident, 
Mr. Reggie, who also gives him the cutest nickname, Mr. Goodheart, because he really do got a good heart, y'all. Got a good heart. <laughs> he got a good heart. <laughs> but he learns that Mr. Reggie, <laughs> Mr. Reggie has a wife in another area of the nursing home. And when the whole facility goes on lockdown and for someone who visited test positive for COVID, Ralph Angel arranges for Mr. Reggie and his wife Zora Leeds to see each other, albeit through a window on his birthday, which I have to say was one of the most beautiful but heartbreaking things that I've seen on the show. You also said that wrong. You didn't say Ralph Angel put his job on the line to <laughs> he did. <you> know, <laughs> okay. Put this job didn't that he did on the line. <laughs> I did not give him his credit for, for the for the heavy lifting he did to make that happen for that's Mr. Reggie. Thought. I was like, this man trying to get fired on him. Yeah, no, I predicted he wasn't I mean, last Mr. <laughs> that was my prediction. <laughs> you see. Well, that's Mr. Goodhart like, for you. It was okay. it was it was amazing, but I was like, What? I know, I know. Okay, so Ralph Angel, clearly moved by the love Mr. Reggie and Zora Lee had for each other, even after over 50 years of marriage and being confronted with the harsh reality that time is promised to no one, Ralph Angel gets home to Darla and tells her that he wants to get married ASAP. Darla is fully on board, proposing that they just get married the following day, because why not? And so it seems that wedding bells may be ringing in St. Joe, or maybe gavels will be banging, or ministers will be ministering via Zoom you know, sooner rather than later for Darla and Ralph Angel. And so that is the recap for this week, guys. That was a good recap. And uh, we're about to take a quick break, and then we'll be back with... The Good, the Bad, and the Vrola. On the Blacktastic Podcast Network. Bourbon and Border Loans. Block off. And welcome back to Bourbon and Border Loans on the Blacktastic Podcast Network. Now it is time to get into the good, the bad, and the Rona. The Rona is is everything. Everything is the Rona. So we'll just start with the good, the good Rona. <laughs> again. again. <laughs> the good. Um, Micah and Charlie, their interactions this episode were very back and forth um you started out seeing them you know getting along and bonding and then you see charlie is really upset she she done looked in micah's phone and saw that he was out here partying the nerd i don't understand why these kids just can't sit still but um i think eventually overall i think like you said janae they're really starting to see eye to eye and it was nice to really see them bonding charlie said something she said if we could take the virus away but leave the connection and the downtime. I really felt that because I, I personally felt that way. Like, you know, of course the circumstances suck, but you know, the amount of time that, that you've been able, that we've been able to get with our, some of us have been able to get with our loved ones is, you know, unmatched. I was saying that the other day, um, my daughter, we celebrated her fifth birthday last April in quarantine and we're coming up on her sixth birthday. And I'm like, wow, I really got to see you like 24 seven mm-hmm. for a whole year. When am I ever going to get to do that again? That's true. That's so, true. Yeah. That's very true. Yeah. That's a good philosophy, good attitude, good way to look at it. Because, I mean, there's definitely been some good things that came from the quiet, from being yeah. able to, have, you know, to sit at home and, um, you know, sit with your people. And uh, it's a blessing when you live with people that you like. Uh, because, <laughs> you know, I know a lot of people having a hard time spending extra time with people that they don't like that much. So, you know, definitely, you know, Charlie, seeing the positives about being with Micah, at home, you know, one more time, you know, he's gone away to college. So he wouldn't even have been back like this otherwise under other circumstances. Right. Same thing going on at my house. My son is home right now. So these are the times that you got to you gotta look at the good side, look on the bright side, and uh, try to enjoy these times and these moments. 
And even in terms of like just Micah and Charlie just kind of being able to level with each other as adults, I think it's always interesting when you can kind of get to that point with your parents where you can kind of start delving a bit into their background and their past and the things that they struggle with. Because I think for so long you have this idea of your parents that they somehow always had it together and, you know, you can't even really perceive them being, you know, young people struggling, trying to figure it out. And I think Charlie was, you know, really able to give Micah some perspective as to why she is as um, laser focused as she is because she had to be that way to to prove the haters wrong and you know prove it to herself that she could still be who she wanted to be um so I think yeah. that was cool for Micah to to get a chance to to hear more about her from his mom Charlie's the real deal she's been that way a long time like yeah. you know she's the genuine article now did we mm-hmm. know that that Charlie got pregnant with Micah in college I feel nope. like I didn't know that I don't know that I knew it was in college. I remember in the first season, they were saying how they had been together for a long time, she and Davis, and, you know, he had supported her through business school, yada, yada, yada. But I don't think I realized it was while they were, I guess, seemingly still an undergrad because Micah said she was almost a teenage mom. So I'm guessing maybe like 20. That means Charlie ain't even 40. Charlie's yeah. still in her 30s, which makes some of that, you know, I'm not old kind of stuff. Like, you know, I know who SZA is. Like, I'm still, <laughs> that's why she busted the freestyle raps. You know what I'm saying? She's trying to, she's still young enough for that, you know. it. Sort of border alone and wet. She seems so much older than that. Yeah, I mean, which was fun. I mean, it was kind of fun to see that, but it's just kind of like, damn, trash. she's still. Stop it. Whatever. She's Jay-Z. Micah's too young to have that trash at bars. Like, Hit you with finesse. I'm, I'm border so alone and wet. right now. Put you to the test. I mean, for a freestyle session, he didn't know what was about to happen. It wasn't that bad. So, it was cute. <laughs> I will say, I thought, I did think it was interesting to get that background on Charlie. Yeah. Because I didn't, I, I never thought of it, though. I kind of yeah. assumed that she'd done, quote unquote, everything the right way. You know, they went to college, yeah. got married, had Micah. Yeah. And then everything falls apart later. Like, it just, I never really thought of her as the way that she set it up like you know this is my life you know and i i had to do this for you you know i so it was, it was really interesting to like learn more about her and i agree with you about um janae i think about you get to this point as a as a young adult where you actually start becoming curious about the life of your parents mm-hmm. i think before you get to college or wherever it is like there's no reason to learn that stuff you're just trying you know you're trying to get somewhere you know you're trying to get out the house you know you be, i think we tend to be more selfish in that time but then you start thinking about it. you start wondering what life was like for your parents as you try to figure out your own life and figure out what life is like what you're doing and I, I thought that was interesting I really enjoyed yeah watching them have that moment where they're talking not as mother I mean it's it's definitely mother and son convo but it was also very much like I can give you this perspective because I know you get point. it I yeah know you're you gonna understand it. what I'm saying and you're gonna be able to internalize it and and gain something from that. Mm-hmm. interesting initially you know when charlie was kind of popping off on micah i was thinking like i was like is she jealous of the attention that micah is now giving to this new girl and i thought that at first i was like oh she's jealous because she wanted to have micah at home but then i thought oh no maybe maybe she's super cautious because she got pregnant in college and she sees micah like you know or because to the rona's out there and she don't want i mean that's to get it back I'm, in well yes yeah, that too but i feel like or because it seems like micah's messing with these and that's not what she had in mind i mean what's so unfair because the girl's name is amber 
Right. They don't like, like black ambers. Like <laughs> he said she looked like SZA. <laughs> There's no black right. ambers. Right. He said and she, she like says she knows who SZA is, right? Do we get into this more in the bad? <laughs> or do or is this the time? <laughs> so I, I, I loved it. Look at you. I love this one now. I loved it all together because I, you know, I, ultimately my takeaway was that you know Charlie and Micah ended up having a really good bonding moment. But it, you know, it was it, like I said, it was layers. If we get into the bad though, Micah was definitely trying to go to that party. I'm not even going to the party. I mean, I was just going to say hello. Like, I, yeah. yeah, no, right. first, first he was just he was going, going on a drive. drive. Right. <laughs> And then all of a sudden he was just popping up to say hello, which leads me to believe that every time you said you was going out for a drive, yeah, boy, you was out here. <laughs> here. You was out here. He can't be trusted. I don't like it. No, like tra- but though Charlie, she had the valid concerns like in terms of the Rona and being irresponsible. But then it's yeah. just like, Amber, is that a white she girl? Just Are you going to, to have places? sex? It's like, right, okay, like, wait a minute. Hold on. She still didn't loop in the relevance. Like, <laughs> hold on, hold on, So, I mean, right. yes, she was concerned with with. Might the had a plan for Michael to marry a, a black woman. Yeah, she lost. She disappointed. We might find that out next episode. I don't sure. know. Yeah, she blacked out for a minute. She and blacked that out. And that, that was just my thought blacked process. Out? I was like, was oh, that, she. Was it a pun? No. Please. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm moving on. <laughs> Wait, they had so much good stuff. Let's talk about what she, she said he was like Davis. We're not gonna nah. mention that. We talk about yeah, part of the I mean, conversation. Was, all right, was, okay, was okay let's let's go there because th- that that was the one part that was like, whoa, sis, like yikes. There was a lot of projection there. Yeah. Or identification of similar qualities and traits. The boy's over here lying. He about to go to a party to see some women. She's like, I've seen this before. <laughs> but I mean, I think that, but I think there's a difference between like your college age son being doing stupid college age stuff and your big age grown husband going well, we out. We don't know what Davis was doing <laughs> in college. Yeah, he didn't throw his cheating in her face at that point. And, correct. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> he was laying it low and spreading it wide quietly. Please, please. But. So I think saying Charlie a bad parent for nobody said that. that How do we get there? Okay, no one, Charlie. No nobody said that. Said that. <laughs> I'm just, y'all know y'all can't get on my boo. I for y'all. Damn. <laughs> nobody said that. <laughs> the thing is, you know, coronavirus has made these things that would have been regular parent-child headbutting into mm-hmm. life and death situations. Yeah. yeah. Like normally she'd be like, Oh, y'all here rebounding? Listen, I would tell you to slow down, but you gotta learn for yourself. Go have fun at that party and try not to do anything I wouldn't do. And it would be fine. But it's this is the coronavirus pandemic. And therefore, him doing stupid stuff like that is life and death. And it, it becomes heated. And it becomes serious. <laughs> it's something that she can't just back off and say, well, you're grown now. And uh, I'm trusting you to make your own choices. She can't do that because the environment is not conducive. Like, she can't let him go out because she'd be putting her own life at risk. And he did leave, by the way. Still left, yeah. There definitely need some COVID tests to been out because he wanted to use that as an excuse to go see his boo. She didn't ask. She yeah. didn't ask. The next, she didn't ask the next day. She just apologized. Yeah, because she felt bad for going too far with the Davis thing. But right, he's just gonna go for a ride. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not after oh, wait, that. And they they weren't wearing masks at at, at the Border Lone and West no. situation. Yeah, I was disappointed she apologized. If I was a when I get to be a parent, I ain't apologizing for nothing. Never. I don't care what I do wrong. Well, you're so problematic, so. This <laughs> does not shock me. <laughs> well, in order to preserve their relationship, though. Uh, hell no. She ain't got to be nice to him. But she knew she crossed the line. She knew yeah. she went too far. She knew that she made it about her and not about not about him. So to that end, she apologized for that. 
And it allowed their relationship to get back. It allowed them a moment to talk about it and allowed the relationship to get back on track because right. he obviously ain't going to stay with his daddy. He came yeah. back over there and, you know, you ain't going to go stay with the, the one that you don't want to be like in the first place. So it's you don't you don't see a lot of those type of moments from Charlie where an acknowledgement of mm-hmm. I messed up. Yeah. Like, it, you know, it's usually everything has a greater purpose or there's a there's a an ends in there. But. Well, Micah, she don't have to do all that. Like, it's her son. It's her, it's her, it's her baby. So it was yeah. nice to see. Yeah. It was nice to see overall. Um, okay. So Aunt Vi is getting Prosper out of the house. Um, this man has literally not left the house at all. Um, no. Not even to take a walk outside on the grounds that only he lives on. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and so it was nice to see Prosper, like, light up at the invitation to come to Aunt Vi's house. And I, I think I take back what I said last week um, about Nova pressing him out. Wait, what? See, no, you got an apology coming? No, you can't take it back. No, nope. yeah, I can. No. I can t- I, we don't I can. accept it. <laughs> I can take it back. I take it back. Y'all was hating on Nova last week, right? Yo, Stand okay. by yeah, everything run, I said. Run it back. What? <laughs> <laughs> well, why? But why are you? Why do you want to take it back? Well, I'm not. T- I'm not taking back my feelings about Nova and her potential ulterior motives. I didn't read Prosper correctly. It seemed to me that Prosper didn't want to be bothered. And it's very clear this episode that he did he did want some company and he did cheer him up and make him happy. So that's what I'm taking back. Prosper afraid to die. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Yes. The CNN messing his mind up, man. He getting depressed. Yeah. He watching too much news. But, it, but he it's not outside. messing his mind up. He he done lost people. He done you know he's Prosper going through it. His friends he's been his, appropriately cautious. I think. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. I right there you go. That's that's the better terminology. Like based on what he's seeing and dude, what's he felt like he couldn't take a walk around his property. <laughs> that's not appropriately cautious. We didn't. Nobody that knew is, what was going. What the coronavirus was at that point. On. We had arguments about whether or not it was airborne. You get one week, it's like it's gonna kill you with the air. The next week, it's just on surfaces. The next week after that, it's not on surfaces. Like you, the the news, the the weekly that changes on what was going to well, kill I'm you. Saying that CNN was messing him up, man. <laughs> Just go outside. I never stopped going outside. I was like, look, I'm I'm gonna go for a walk and get some fresh air every day. I'm not gonna stay bottled up in here. That I agree with, but yeah. you also, You're also young fate, and spry. right? You also were more than more <laughs> than happy to to go venture out <laughs> to spaces where people were, and you know. See if it's really as bad as they say. <laughs> do your own, got do your own test, man. You're that guy. So. <laughs> you're literally that guy. Your Instagram <laughs> says you're that guy. <laughs> so on brand. Well, yeah, no, it was definitely nice to see Prosper getting some love, getting catered to a little bit, actually having some company. Because, like you mentioned, Shawnee, he he definitely was was missing it. I think, and you know, Vi is such a nurturer that I think you know it was good for both of them to kind of have each other in that moment. Yeah, yeah. I enjoy seeing Prosper happy. Same. Yes. I want him to have all the things. He he seemed so excited. Yeah, little backpack. <laughs> it was a little bag too. It was. It was. It was. Yeah. He had a little cap on and everything. He came to the house. Yeah, he was so ready cute. to get out that house by himself. He couldn't he's wait. Adorable. Yeah. yeah, he had um, a really good time too. He did. I said he couldn't wait to get out that house. They Could probably not. played cards and drank all night. <laughs> he did old people stuff. He's not doing that. All right. So yeah, that that was nice to see. Our friend Ralph Angel. He is making friends at the nursing home, which. I mean, I have this in the good because it's nice to see, um, you know, that connection. Of course, you know, he's he's good hearted and, and he's just spreading love. But I'm just I'm afraid. I'm afraid that Ralph Angel is making friends because I don't want anybody. I don't want any friendships <laughs> to be ripped apart by COVID. If you if you know what I'm getting at, like, please don't well, do this to us. 
Well, I was worried every time the show cut to same. him in there. I'm like, <laughs> I'm watching his hands. I'm, watching, I'm like, yo, you touch that trash can. Please don't touch your face. I'm just like, I'm like, bro. Yeah, it was then, one scene where he was asleep. I was like, is he, is he asleep? Oh, is he no, like, no, Mr. Reggie ain't died already. <laughs> Listen, I just feel, it's just gloom and doom. I, I just, I really feel like it's on the horizon, but I ain't trying to kill nobody off. I like that Ralph Angel is making a difference, making an impact. Um, and then, despite Calvin dropping a bomb the way that he did at the breakfast table, Courtney and Nova seem to be getting along really well. Um, I I was not expecting that. Um, when when she came in and said that she read True Papers, I was like, all right, whatever. But no, like they Gosh. they really seem to have a real connection, and they really identify with each other on a number of levels. When she's when she um, made the comment to her dad about being misogynistic, Nova was like, oh, touche. Yes, speaking ma'am. my love language. Speaking my language. So I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed that. So they were playing cards. I heard mention of books. Like, were they playing spades? Do white people play spades? I think nah, they do. They were playing. They it looked like they were playing. There's only three of them. They can't like play that. spades with three people. I mean, so that's a way. I'm but just you, saying. I mean, Janae, I played... think you should cut that out. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> they gonna come for you when they find whatever. Out. Well, I mean, I know you make a place. Real ones, no. So right. don't, don't, don't do me. Well, I, 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 I can't play space. So. And there you go. Telling from someone who does not know what they talking about at all. <laughs> it breaks my heart every time I hear a black person that can't play space. Like genuinely. <laughs> and the funny thing is, I don't even remember learning how to play space. I just play spades you know i don't remember who taught me <laughs> but it hurts when i meet when i meet people that genuinely do not know how to play spades i feel like all of our functions all of the spaces that we were in in college there wasn't really no car playing i don't even know how that's possible i keep a deck of cards with me everywhere i go just in case the function <laughs> i'm at can be a car playing function i think you can turn any event into a car playing function i even have i have the kind of cards Look, I have this very beautiful, nice uh, gold oh, deck pretty. of cards. That is nice. You know, I have a silver one. You know, you can turn any uh, you can turn any function into a card playing function. Absolutely, with very fancy cards. Anyway. Imagine that was within arm's reach, though. <laughs> oh man, right. listen, just ready to show. <laughs> okay. I mean, everything wow. within arm's reach. <laughs> you gotta have it. I do have a bottle of bourbon right within. So arm's much reach. blackness at arm's reach. Mm-hmm. I have a bottle of Soul Glow right oh, here, yeah. right here within arm's reach. You uh, don't also, need that bottle of Soul Glow. Go ahead and pass that right. over. What are you, what you, is that for your Black beard? Black Uno. Black Uno within arm's reach. I have a book called Black Futures within arm's reach. It's, this is a very curated black, black space. It's, yeah, a, very it's, black, it's a very black, black space corner. that I have turned it. Because I have to work at home because of uh, COVID, like, like many of us still work at home, I decided uh, to create the blackest possible space that I could. I mean, look. But you still got come, white walls. <laughs> Actually, they're not white. They're eggshell. They're eggshell walls. But if you notice, there's Coming to America back there. There's Malcolm X back there. There's Tuskegee Airs comic book, which is a black. Listen, it's it's a very black space over here. It's very black. All black. Does I everything. say what doesn't kill you makes you blacker? That is my my partner with VSB, Damon Young. His book is called What Doesn't Kill You Makes You Blacker. His book is there. Oh, and in front of that is a pick. Is actually. I was going to say that's clearly memorabilia. What you use that for? Right. Well, what you use it's that? an artifact. Tell us, tell us what you use that for. So hey, save that kind of At some point, they're going to they gonna come up with something scientific that's going to regrow our hair, and you're going to need that soul glow in that pic. Oh yeah, I'm not getting the soul glow is saying. So what happened? What happened was, I got an influencer box from for the Coming to America movie and mm, the fame. 
in that box was this Soul Glow as a promotional item, obviously. this It was basically like a barbershop kit, like a barbershop, okay. like the Mighty Sharp thing, and it had a bunch of hair stuff. So I kept the things here that I just thought were entertaining, like the Afro pick. I mean, obviously, I can't use that thing. <laughs> and the bo- But the bottle of Soul Glow was just, I mean, it's Soul Glow. Like, who doesn't want this? That's priceless, yeah. bro. That's priceless. Right. I mean, literally, I, w- I can carry this with me anywhere, and this would be a conversation start. I can go to, when the world opens back up, I can go to a bar, put this on the bar, and somebody's gonna walk up and be like, "Bro, is that Soul Glow?" Yes, it is. That is Soul Glow, <laughs> and uh, I got a friend for life. So you know, very black space. I agree, on purpose. You were saying you were surprised that they got along. I mean, the way Nova was dreading it, like it could only have been a pleasant surprise. Like That's she was true. expecting the worst. Like she thought she was going to infiltrate uh, to, <laughs> to spy <laughs> on her. I mean, anything beyond uh, the daughter killing her in her sleep is a win. Because she yeah. made it like this girl was going to show up, poison her tea or something. <laughs> like, this is going to be the end of the world. But the girl seemed sure. perfectly nice so far. But yeah, anything that mama, happened. You never know. That's true. You never know. I mean, and she seemed happy that her father was happy. Mm-hmm. Like She pointed out, like, you know, he is happy with you. Any, She said any fool can see that. Like, he's happy with you. And I've never seen that before. That's a big deal. Yeah. So either she the greatest op of all time. She, right. Um, she she Bill O'Neill from uh from uh the, oh, the, the Fred Hampton story oh. and Judas and the Black Messiah. Zoinks. Or she's uh not Zoinks though. Or um <laughs> you know she's genuine. She 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 seems genuine so far to me. Yeah. yeah you so have far. to be a super op to agree to quarantine with somebody. Yeah, that's intense. <laughs> like with no end in sight. Yeah, nah, she's not doing that. Okay. All right. Did y'all anything else good for y'all? Do do well does. Ralph Angel and oh. Darla deciding to get married tomorrow kind of yeah. good. Oh, for, that's I definitely that. the bad. That's Whatever. the very bad. No, that is, that's wah, good. Wah, very bad wah. section. It's good. Very bad. It's good because yeah. they were gonna. They weren't really gonna do much anyway. They weren't really planning on a super big extravagant thing. So I don't really think it's a huge deviation from what they were gonna do. Um, yes, go ahead, get your paperwork in order. I support it. Yeah, that's what I felt. I think he's rushing well. to this decision. He needs some time to think this through. This is, he needs months to really think about what he's doing. What, what, what are the considerations? Okay. Um, can I do better? <laughs> uh, is this a good fit? That ship me? has sailed, Corey. <laughs> no. The ship has sailed. It is far, far out over the horizon. It's gone. Nah, it's, look, time, now, it's time to accept. This is their first time living together, right? I don't think they were living together previously. So they did. Well, when they look, were they were engaged before. This is a, an extended time together. She's already breaking down. She's frustrated. It's week two of a quarantine, and she's frustrated because she can't have no It's not week in two. <laughs> it's it's just in not week two. <laughs> it's simply not. Look, I'm not good with <laughs> Maybe month two. Two months in. All right, week six, and she's already frustrated. Your math is terrible. All right, that was, a little, that was a little off. Okay. Um, right, they are. <laughs> Listen, my man came through and said that they done been through some Look, things and more than most. She's mm-hmm. already mad that Blue is smarter than her. She can't handle the, the the load. Like this is gonna be too much. She gonna, blue is well, smarter hell, than all of us. I'm about to say blue blue mess around be smarter than everybody in St. Joe. <laughs> blue is smarter than most. She feels some to, kind uh, of way about it though. <laughs> well, no, she only feels a way about it because she can't keep him busy. And when you can't keep yeah. him busy, apparently he keeps asking her for things to do or something. Like he keeps hitting her with that. Can you play with me stuff? Mm. Which is a little bit surprising because he seems older than that. Like it seems like he could just keep himself entertained somehow. But. I mean, but resources are limited. We already know they Wi-Fi be messing up. 
So Blue need to go to the real spot and pick up all them books that Hollywood bought, <laughs> take them back home and read about financial literacy and slavery. <laughs> so that way Blue can get black education and financial literacy education. All Give that way. young man some book reports. That's that's a good idea. Yeah, Cause I mean, Blue clearly doesn't have a Nintendo Switch, so. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. When I was young, I my parents used to. I'm sure some of y'all did too. My parents used to buy them encyclopedia sets. Like yeah, you either those. bought the individual books because they was expensive, or that one time they sprung for the whole set because one hundred percent. That the, 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 the person, the person knocked on the door the right day when we just had the, enough money to buy the whole set, and I would just sit and have to read encyclopedia, like the Encyclopedia Britannica. <laughs> Yeah, that was the only way to get knowledge like the, <laughs> the limited amount of information that was in the encyclopedia like on the topic and if it wasn't right. an encyclopedia, and it just wasn't there what are you gonna right. do yeah now we have wikipedia in the internet now you realize how limited the encyclopedias were but where, yeah that's literally all you had to be like two off paragraphs of. on whatever you were looking for like, like that's well. all i got <laughs> that's all i had <laughs> thank you so much and that's how that's all that your friends had too because everybody borrowed your encyclopedia and had to write the same report that you did. Yeah. Yeah. Good times. Uh, what a good time. Times. Yeah. Wow. I think Ralph Angel getting married on two two day notice is a good idea. I don't know what this is. It's, it's not, not a bad two idea. day notice. It's just <laughs> you are so it's extra. almost as if they haven't been engaged. I mean it's just okay. a formality at this point anyway. Exactly. It's just, that's just the signing of the papers. I mean, it just it's it's more of a, a symbolic thing for them. That's a soulmate. Okay. Whatever. I mean, he had, he had tears in his eyes. The man was crying. He didn't saw what Mr. Reggie and Miss Zora May. Zora Lee. I think it's Zora Lee. Zora Lee. He thinking he gonna get those fifty seven years that Mr. Reggie got. He not. He gonna he better start yeah. now though if he trying. He's he's thirty. He's got to be in his early thirties at this point. Right. Yeah, they said he was born in eighty nine in one of them seasons. Uh, when they were doing the will for when they were looking at Ernest's will, it was written in like October '89, and they said that that was right after Ralph Angel was born. Hey, so that was that is a good memory. That <laughs> right. is that is good trivia right there. Yeah. <laughs> I just Ralph watched Angel. that episode not too long ago. I'm gonna say Janae was reading encyclopedias for it was a show, <laughs> but I was. I it, it's also true. <laughs> I mean, listen, I vividly remember reading. Also things. true. All right. But yeah, I think that covers the good. Okay, so bad. Let's 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 keep it on that family. So our our good sis Darla is starting to snap, and I feel her. Like she's overwhelmed with having to keep Blue occupied all day. I mean, I don't know. Darla in the past couple of episodes has turned into like this Renaissance woman. She's sewing. She painting the cabinets. She mm-hmm. is you know reupholstering the chairs. She's just really, <laughs> say she's just really like going stir crazy and. I, you know, I feel sis. Sis is me. I feel sis. Well, actually, no. I mean, the the <laughs> different the key difference is Darla's not also working right now. So honestly, I don't understand why she's so wound up. Like, you don't have nothing else to do. But <laughs> and they live in the country, yo. You know what? You know what you do to kids in the country? Go, Go outside. outside. <laughs> Go outside. That's awesome. Come true. back. Six hours from now, yeah, like right. you just go outside, you come yeah. back to eat, and then you go back outside, and then you come back. We used that was my life as a kid. Do you go outside by yourself? Yes, yeah. you do go outside kid, by yourself. You can make fun you by yourself, dude. You, you go outside. outside by Absolutely. Listen, I, so I'm the only boy. I was the only boy in, in in my house, right? Absolutely, I was outside by myself. Get what up, are you doing? go outside, go on playing basketball. Mm-hmm. Then I go walk through some woods. Go like you just go do stuff. Like you don't need. <laughs> 
stuff yeah. to do. You just go do stuff. Like you'll, you'll find something to do. Go make yeah, something. You, know, you pick look. You pick up a, a, a stick and go walking with it. Yeah. And before you know, it, hours have passed. And then you come back home to eat. <laughs> you know, and then you go back outside and do it again. And then you come back home because you smell like outside and get thrown in the bathtub. Every like, day though. Every day. Yeah, yeah that was that's the day. best case scenario is that you get to go outside all day long every day. School By gets yourself? in the way of going outside. Yes. School gets in the way of going outside all day, every day. Like, as, as somebody who lived in, in very, it has been in rural places mm-hmm. where you wake up and literally just go outside for the whole day, absolutely. Yeah. I, I, I get that. It just doesn't, to me, that doesn't feel super sustainable. Like, I completely understand that. Like, as, particularly if it's like you with your friends or maybe a few days if you're by yourself. But if you're talking, again, in the context of, rona and how long it's been how sustained and with the kid like blue i mean he seems like a kid that could probably occupy himself i guess he had an imaginary friend for he four did he, yeah he did kenya sure. i was just like where kenya with you. that's that's fair i i guess i don't know maybe for somebody like Darla, who recognizes how gifted her kid is and and really wanting him to still be able to get like enriching material and to not fall behind. I'm sure maybe she feels a little pressure. That was sure. unsustainable. Trying yeah. to do that every day. Yeah. You don't have to do that every day to keep your kids smart. They yeah. can go outside and play in the mud and come. They can You can give them a day to go outside and play. And then they come in. He's doing his schoolwork and you can have set days or times to actually go over stuff. But you're going to you're going to overkill a kid if you try to give him five, six hours of like like heady stuff. Like they need to be outside mm-hmm. playing anyway or just playing in general. They yeah. be learning from that. They be learning. From <laughs> they be learning from that. <laughs> you get the wrinkles on your brain a lot of different ways. Yeah. OK. I felt her in that moment. But then I was like, wait a minute. You don't have nothing else to do but that. Like. Some of us are, you know, also working and also managing, but you know, that's neither here nor there. But again, a reality of the of the whole COVID situation. Everybody is deals in different ways, differently, and you know, like you can't just say "Bye, Blue, go, go." He's gonna like, <laughs> he's why? gonna give you a lie. What, what do you want to do? Why can't? Why? Why? He's one of those kids. He's gonna have something to say. So I can imagine that's exhausting. Actually, I know that. It's <laughs> she, she missed her meeting. She missed her NA yeah. meeting, and that yeah. kind, you know, like. Knocked she, her off a square a little bit. So the one place I'll give her grace is if her internet ain't working, she ain't talking to no other adults all day long, right? All so day. she's probably it's her just and blue. her and blue, and blue keeps throwing out talking her temperatures head about what the actual human body is, <laughs> and she can't verify. She None can't of say it. that's true or not, <laughs> so she's stuck. It's she's nothing stuck with to this offer. Little, this little baby alternate fact machine who is just hitting her <laughs> over the head with stuff, and. Listen, I'm. She probably need. She needs some time for herself yeah, to be yeah. able to go do whatever. Like, but she was. Yeah, she needs something. She know. needs. She needs something. I agree. Okay. Um. So the hospital, and and not letting Hollywood see his mom, and then eventually his mom passing. That right there. Um, yeah. Yo, Hollywood was spitting them speeches this episode. Yeah. Everything yeah. Hollywood said landed. Yeah, absolutely. We heard those stories. Like we heard that happen to a lot of people. Lot of I mean, people. yeah. And then after your loved one passes away, who you couldn't visit, then you can't have a funeral. Then you can't. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, so like um, this was a nightmare for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was especially triggering for me. I lost my great aunt in in May to COVID, and so it was kind of like, oh dang, you know, here we are. And then you had to deal with the whole planning and the and the funeral 
you know, of course, you know, we hadn't seen, we hadn't seen her um, Mm -hmm. in a couple of months. And then it's like, this, this is just the situation. So it was like all too real. Like, wow, this was really like, what was, what was happening? This is what was happening. They hit it on, they hit the nail on the head. And it was just like kind of a gut punch to me. Like, oh, wow. Cause you know, Mm -hmm. of course I'm not the only one who was, who's experienced this. Obviously lots of people, you know, were, were going through the same thing at the same time. That's wild. And I haven't had a personal experience with that, but I can only imagine how heart-wrenching that must be and and the helplessness of it all. Mm -hmm. Because that's just not usually the way it goes down. If a family member is, you know, sick or, you know, passing away, you can usually, you know, spend some time with them, but you kind of get robbed of those moments. Yeah, definitely. Um, I feel bad for my man, Hollywood. Anyway, um, (laughs) right. Have to move on. So I I did write here about Micah trying to sneak out to that party, but we already talked about it. But <laughs> I just want to reiterate that Micah was definitely trying to sneak out to that. Absolutely, party. and he never admitted it. He never admitted <laughs> it. Never. Yeah, I have no doubt that he stopped by at least for a second to go see Amber, Scissor, Scissor Amber. <laughs> if that's even, if if that's even the same person, those are two different that people. Too. Those are I was two different oh, people. was that even her? Not the same people. But well, we don't know. We don't know Sis's name. We don't. We don't know Sis's name. We never got oh, her name. Oh, because her name was Bay in the phone. Yeah, we never actually Bae. got her name, so it could have been her, but it could be somebody yeah, else. Yeah, somebody named Bay in the forest. Yeah, it said the phone special, said Bay. Special type Ooh, of lane. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, baby. <sighs> yep. Mm-hmm. Charlie need to know that her name is Charlie, so Amber is not necessarily out of bounds for a black for a black girl name. Charlotte, I actually. Oh yes, her name is Charlotte. Yeah, right. So, is Amber a white girl name? I, I, don't I feel like kind of. I feel like it's one of those kind of stereotypical uh, white girl names. Even I know though, one. I, I know. I know one black girl named Amber. Yeah. I know like three. maybe because Janae and I grew up in PG County. So. <laughs> I was about to say everybody black. So, <laughs> <laughs> so all the Ambers I know growing the up Brittany, were black. The, the yeah. McKinleys, McKinley black, 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 Amber black, black, Brittany black, black, Jessica black, <laughs> Jasmine black. That is true. It's one of those things you never really think about. That like when where when I went to high school, there was Britney's. All, those are white girl names. But oh. if you move to a place mm-hmm. here, if there if there's a Britney, she's she's, she's black. black. <laughs> like if yeah. there's all those, there are black people. Britney, Tiffany, Jennifer, they black. all black. Black, black, yeah. blackity black. Yeah. <laughs> black tastic, if you will. Okay. That's perspective. That's that's yeah. one of those things you don't think about when you grow up in black places that that those names aren't typically black names at all. Yeah. I'm like, wow, is Amber? I didn't realize that Amber was Char- a white girl. Charlie, name. Charlie was using her spidey sense. She could tell something wasn't wasn't right. Well, She's the like, girl's voice didn't sound white either, which I know might not be a thing for real, but <laughs> nothing. <laughs> Micah can't date. Micah white girls. Like, what's the problem? Where did he go? Ain't he Xavier? Yeah, like, HBCU. Black man was HBCU to go get a white girl from Tulane. Where would they have met? Right. Like, I don't know. Where did Charlie get that? I like it, that was. He said Amber. It was a leap. That was a leap. Such a leap. He said Amber. Are you dating a white girl? Are you having sex? You know what? That that really was project. That was that was some old Davis mess right there. David a got thousand popped. percent. <laughs> yep. Triggered. Uh, yep. Wow, just yeah. like your daddy. <laughs> yeah, that was much. That was. I just, I just had to resurface because I originally had that in the bag, and I just had to come back because he definitely was going to that party. I'm a lie. Yeah, Mike can need to do better. So does Charlie. Yeah, so that's what I have for the bad. So for the Rona, we touched on this too. Um, 
blue, I just made a note that blue was schooling these people on how body temperature is irrelevant in this COVID fight because and that's I been mean, one of my biggest issues. Listen, listen, if, if people are asymptomatic, then what does your body temperature, why are we taking things? Wouldn't right. know a thing. People don't understand asymptomatic, as in no <laughs> Zero symptoms. symptoms. No, right. as so, in no temperature, no fever. Dude, Let me when, tell I, you get, when I went to get my shot, they still doing this. They are they still are. doing this. I was like, just why? about to say that. I got my second shot today. Like, literally today, I got my second shot. And the place that I went to go get the shot, I had to put my wrist up to a machine to check my temperature. But it doesn't tell you the temperature. What it says is safe. Mm. What? what? And I was like, that's probably not accurate. That's, they probably need to fix that. But, you know, it says safe, so I got to go through and get my shot. Now, Are you sure you know what it was testing? Ooh. Oh, Lord. That might that might have been some Big Brother type <laughs> stuff. You don't even know what they were testing. I mean, I just got a shot of something I don't even know. So, <laughs> listen, I guess that's the least of my concern if you want to be real about it. <laughs> like, they, yeah, they, no. to, they, told me this was, they told me this was the COVID vaccine. I was like, all right, cool. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, no, the temperature checks as a real line of defense has been stressing me out the whole time. But thank you, Blue, for making it plain. (laughs) (laughs) Worst thing is I had like a um, I had like a scully on. I was like, I hope this doesn't make me warmer than I need to be. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so that was interesting to me. And then uh, um, back to Mr. Reggie and Mrs. Orley. I thought that was another um, super um, real moment, like yeah. the way that COVID is affecting people's lives. Like, you know, people who are, you know, who are older and, you know, one of them is in a home and one of them is, is you know, in their home at home versus the nursing home. That didn't make any sense. <laughs> I got you, though. Follow me. Um, yeah, I follow you, though. <laughs> or, you know, if they're in the same facility on, on different ends, like, you know, or even, you know, if, if your grandparents are in a nursing home and you can't go visit them or, you know, that was the only thing that you could, that they had to look forward to was visits from their family. Like, it just took away so much from people. Like, you can't even see your family anymore if you're down the street or in the same building, practically. I'm curious, though. I'm just going to ask. Is this a nursing home that's letting a ton of people come in? Like, or is this just, like, because I'm, I'm assuming, well, Ralph Angel did say they check his temperature every day up in the, up in the space. Mm-hmm. We all know that's how you figure out somebody got COVID. <laughs> so, Surefire. Because I know, like, a lot of the ways that it was spreading in nursing homes was through pro- people bringing it in, and then, you know, the older people were susceptible to it. Yeah. But if this is a space that's locking down, it's like, I wonder if, like, by this point in May, my guess is the the nursing homes would be very limited on the amount of people they'd be letting in the buildings anyway. Like you wouldn't. So if everybody in there is largely okay, then they probably could see each other. But, but they mentioned that somebody had just tested positive. Oh, that's, had right. that's right. Somebody, somebody had just, just tested yeah. positive. Right. So, so they locked yeah. down all, all the visits. Like they could, that's they right. couldn't go around to each other anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so, I mean, maybe the, the ramifications of that are still TBD. I don't know. Shoot a prayer out for the nursing And I, it just made me think, like, you know, we don't, we are, again, still in this. We don't know how long this is going to last. And, you know, knowing, if you are in a position where you know that you're kind of in nearing the, the final years in life, like, what are, what is the feeling knowing that, like, dang, are these my last years? Like, yeah. is this how I have to spend, like, my last year, my last couple of years? Like, I don't know. Just, 
you know, the quality of life thing is, is a, is a really big piece of it. I mean, even Prosper got into it when he found out about, about Hollywood's mom. Yeah. He was like, we done been through all this stuff. And now all of a sudden this thing is picking us off like this. Like why like this? Like you don't go through your whole life, especially older people of, of, of this particular generation who have been through the things that they have been through to get to the sunset years of your life, to get taken out in a week or two by some random pandemic. Like that's, that's wild. That's, that's actually really, really wild to not be able to see your family, to not be able to do the things you love. Like why this, 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 what, this is how we going to do it. So there's a lot of frustration I feel like has to be associated with that too, particularly for older people who have never seen nothing like this out of all the crazy stuff they've seen. This is unprecedented. Yeah. Yeah, that's real. And then um, my final thoughts were just around um, towards the end, the, the end of the episode, as they were kind of showing Ralph Angel and Hollywood um, kind of side by side, they're really both Ralph Angel and Hollywood really have an up close and personal view of the ways in which COVID is just ripping families apart. You know, Hollywood experienced it firsthand. And then Ralph Angel was kind of seeing the way that it's affecting um, Mr. Reggie and Ms. Zorley. And so, you know, just seeing how both of them are taking, you know, their front seat to COVID is just wild. Cause it's just so like, people have so many different experiences and it affects people. So yeah. it's and still affecting people so many different ways. So, yeah, even I mean, even just the perspective of losing a parent, like mm-hmm. both of them have lost and, and a parent that they were like really, really close to, like Ernest and Ralph Angel were, you know, tight. They were up under each other. Um, and and Hollywood and his mom were clearly tight. So, you know, and then so how do you how do you continue to to go on? What how do you how do you move on? from that and I think it was interesting how Hollywood was like reading words that he wrote to his mom and then Ralph Angel was like you know just kind of talking to his dad off the top Um, but I mean like the the sentiment is the same like you remember those moments where you were talking to this person like they were here and then you like but they're not they're not here and so you just kind of have to you know, imagine, remember what, what it felt like to have that person's, you know, energy and presence and, and try to channel how that made you feel. But that, that's tough. Yeah. yeah, very powerful moment on the show that the juxtaposition of them both talking to their lost parent was powerful and really not a lot to say yeah. that that you guys didn't already say, but that was great. You know, it was it was. It was it was hard because, you know, they were going through it and we care about those people. But it was also very, uh, I don't know, man, they that they were connecting with their feelings was uh, was important. And, you know, Ralph Angel having lost his dad a while ago and Hollywood had been fresh for him. You know, mm-hmm. just remind us that this is something that we all all of us face this. Yeah. You know, this you know, all of us have parents and all of us, you know, not all of us are parents, but we'll all be in that position at some point, people saying goodbye, and mm-hmm. just those those human connections, those human moments, they just keep happening. I was so I got two things. I, I actually had a funny thought while thinking of the first, first one was smiling, like, so I don't know where you going so, with this. <laughs> the first thought was I really enjoy how Ernest's presence is still so relevant, yeah, to everything that happens. Right, like even even Charlie talking about how she was afraid to tell him that she was pregnant. And what he said about how he was proud of her the day before that, you know, mm-hmm. that, that was, you know, and then Ralph that Angel still talking to, you know, still talking to, to, to his father and, and Nova and like they still he's still a presence. Mm-hmm. The reason I started laughing was because then I thought about that damn beach ball. 
And how we were all like, what is this gift going to be? And it was a damn beach ball. <laughs> yeah. But it was with Papa's breath. Oh, man. That was so funny. Like, I still. <laughs> wow. That was. It was... I, I love that beach ball. I need an appearance. Where's the beach ball? I need a parent to play with it. Where Blue ain't outside playing with it. You need to go outside and play with a damn beach ball. It stayed that, in that box forever. So that that ball must be uninflatable. Like <laughs> deflatable. Yeah, yeah. Deflatable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The exact opposite. Uh, yeah. Right. That's why I started laughing because in my head I was like, man, this is deep. You know, Ernest is still there. And then I was like, he left the damn beach ball for blue. <laughs> <laughs> and they don't live by a beach. So, anyway, <laughs> there you go. Some lighthearted moments. Shout out, yeah, shout out that to was... I got a question shout about out. Blue before we get out of here. So, you know, after Blue finished spitting his bars about uh, human temperature, you know, uh, Ralph Angel made the comment to Darla. He said, that's your son. <laughs> did y'all catch that? I, I did. did. I did. So, I so, my question is, is that like supreme level acceptance or is that a little bit of denial? I like, think it's supreme level acceptance because they went back and forth. He said, "That's your son." She said, "That's your son." Bro, so I was like, "Actually, I think, it's not." Okay, I knew it. <laughs> of course, you did. Right oh, no, no, I think it's acceptance. Yeah. Okay. I just wonder how y'all took it because it was an interesting comment coming from Ralph Angel. <laughs> right. It was. It was. It was. But I, I think like that's, that's transcendence the- above the circumstance. Yeah. All right. So that, that was that was a nice way to end. Um, yeah, so that wraps up the good, the bad, and the Rona. We'll be right back after this break for some advictions on Bourbon and Bordelon. All right. All right, everybody. Welcome back to Bourbon and Bordelon's on the Black Tastic Podcast Network. We are back with our advictions. That is our advice and our predictions for the folks in St. Joe after this episode. So I feel like Panama, you should kick us off. What are your evictions for this week? Yeah, we'll happily do it. So I alluded to one of my predictions in, in our last segment, and that is for Darla to send Blue's ass outside to go play. If you are <laughs> overwhelmed with your child, you literally live in the safest place to send your kid outside. Ain't no cars going to hit him. There's a bunch of open land he that can go true. play in. He can go get lost in some sugar cane, apparently. Send him outside. There's no reason for you to be overwhelmed by your child who is smarter than the average bear. It's okay. Send him outside. That's my advice. My advice for Darla. My prediction is that Ralph Angel is going to mess around and get himself fired if he keeps on bringing people <laughs> from different parts of the, 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 the old folk, the nursing home, to other parts of the nursing home. And that ain't his job. I think Mr. Goodhart has a good heart, and it's very nice of him to do that. But, man, you're going you gonna to make homies with every one of the people in there. They all got something that they need, man. It's, it's the Rona. Ralph Angel, I predict that he's going to mess around and get himself fired. I don't think he actually will, but if he keeps this stuff up. Very nice of him, though. That's my; those are my evictions. Okay, well, I'll go ahead and I'll go next, just to go ahead and get it out the way. Uh, my advice is for Micah. Um, I know we already kind of talked about it. You kind of got let off the hook when uh, Charlie told you <laughs> told you uh, you was just like your daddy, and that was wrong. She shouldn't have went there. But however, comma, I'm gonna need you to keep it cute and stay in the house. We are in the middle of upon the replay keep keep it cute like you gotta like we can't be doing the parties we can't be doing the, the hang 
hanging out with the shindigs. I know we're young and, and want to be active, but stay in the house, boo. My prediction. So, you know, Courtney, Calvin's, Calvin's daughter, she has made a good impression thus far. I'm curious if her allyship is a smidge performative um, to the extent that we are in early May 2020. I feel like the next episode has to be getting towards the uh, the, the criminal justice reform piece of last summer um, with the George Floyd situation and everything else. And so. I think we all pretty much expect there to be some really uncomfortable conversations. And I I guess I'm just wondering, is Courtney's allyship going to extend to to action? Um, Is she going to be really down for the cause? Is she going to is she going to be really ready and prepared to have those difficult conversations and confront the privilege that she has? Because I think it's easy to talk about misogyny and and cishet white men and all that other stuff. But I think a lot of times white women have that fragility piece. And so I guess I'm just wondering if, if Courtney is going to be able to confront her own privilege when a lot of those difficult conversations um, undoubtedly come up soon. So I don't know. I I, I want to have faith in her, but we don't see. <laughs> yeah, it was like a little too good to be true. Like she was using yeah, all, I'm all not of the sure. keywords, the key phrases. She had all of the lingo down. As 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 often happens, and until <laughs> it gets time for some real tangible things to take place. So anyway, I'm 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 curious how Courtney's gonna get down when when those things are met at her or get to her doorstep okay who's next cool uh my advice is for uh for charlie i think uh she's got to start being tougher on micah uh she's trying to be like you know now nah, she didn't fell into trying to be his buddy his friend during the quarantine like he don't need a friend he needs some good stern parenting don't ever apologize again you know as the parent <laughs> you can never cross the line because you create the line so no matter what you do, stay with it, stay firm, don't apologize no more. And Michael, he needs some tough love. He's he getting too soft. And he gonna think he's running things in a minute. So that's my advice. Charlie, okay. get tougher on, on, on Michael. Um, my prediction is um, for Darla. Oh, <laughs> I God. Think that, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm just saying, it's getting tough on her. Y'all see it. You know, uh, Shanice said it. She pointed it out. You know, it's, things are getting tough on her. You know, it's a lot of pressure when you don't have no income. You can't handle your kids. You know, I think that bottle or that, that pipe might be coming along Not in the next the episode. Pipe. The pipe, the though. Pipe. Hey, man, I don't even know you could buy crack anymore, but I bet she could find it. <laughs> I think that relapse coming soon. Dollar gonna crack under pressure. That 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 I'm, I'm dead serious about. It. That's gonna happen. Thank you for that, Corey. I can't <laughs> wait. <laughs> I can't wait. Jabri. Uh, my advice is for Micah. Like, take Charlie's apology, take Charlie's humility, and apply that to your life. You can make mistakes, and you can admit that. You can mm-hmm. listen to people who know more than you. And if you were trying to go to that party, which I'm pretty sure you <laughs> were. <laughs> You know, take the <laughs> win of getting away with that and build on it in the in a sense that you got away with one. You probably made a mistake. You know, you kind of because you were mad at your mom or whatever. But listen, probably nothing happened. You're probably, you know, you didn't contract the virus. Probably just, you know, <laughs> stay in the house. Listen to Charlie, you know, be cool. 
be cool. Be, be cool, Micah. I know that's not the easiest thing for you, Micah, but be cool, Micah. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> and my prediction, is it is it Pry? Is it Vosper? But oh, Vi oh, and no. Prosper. <laughs> that handhold was a little long. Wow. It was a little long. Wow. The cameraman wow. noticed it and zoomed wow. in a little bit. I'm no. a, wow. That's all I got to say about no, that. I can not. guarantee you. You're that's wrong. all I got to say about that. I'm almost certain you're wrong about that. Yeah. The funny thing, Jabri, I'm not even going to play you not. like that because it crossed my mind, but I, it also left my mind. Oh. There, it was like, nah, 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 it was like no. I need like no, a hot no, take no, button no, or something no. like that. Hot nonsense. take of the week. Something, yeah. yeah. Something. If there's no, one prediction that's not going to happen, I think that's going to be the one. All right. Okay, so does does that mean that's something? Because I, I mean, I did uh-huh. like today. I thought it, and I was like, no, wow. no. Prosper, no, Prosper no, ain't that no. type of dude. Does that mean something's wrong with us? Like, is no, there, I is think something wrong I, with us? I think under yeah, I watch too much uh, reality TV. I think under a lot of other circumstances, <laughs> it might have went that way, but I don't think, and on this show with these characters, I don't think so. I'm just saying the cameraman noticed. He zoomed in a little bit on that hand. That's all I I'm saying. I think it was just to show like connection, camaraderie, connection. like we're right. here. The only other person touched. that was there, but all right, you say so. <laughs> all right, Jabri, you on the you on the record, so we got did it. Not say the cameraman was the only other person that was there. <laughs> wow. You are on the record. All right, Shawnee, it's on you. Oh man, I really, I really, truly need Micah to have several seats, like. It's, it's too much. I said this before. He has entirely too much dip on his chip. Like he's walking around the house with this. That was a hell of a gold chain. Yeah. gold chain on. Yeah, it was for the like, house. For the right. house, a house Where chain. Definitely for the house. Like, press Run DMC. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's exactly what I thought. And I, I was like, is this the same chain uh, that he always wears? Like, no, right? So I was about to say. He, I think he, he has, has a, a couple. A plethora. Okay. Why not? Rich and famous. You keep forgetting that they're rich. Rich yeah. and famous. Money. Well, right. me, me and my one gold chain. <laughs> I don't got to. Um, but yeah, I just, he's, he's just doing a lot. I mean, we're, is this how we were as, as 19 year olds? Well, also, yes, because I remember, I, don't, I ain't even going to put him out. Actually, I am. We, Jabri and I, and several of our homies had fake Movados with bezeled out, whatever. Like, we had those things. We definitely were walking around with fake, with fake, with oh. fake um, expensive <laughs> watches. Well, the funny thing is, we didn't even know those weren't the expensive but watches. Just being we just knew that the bezeled out Movado was supposed to be the one that was like, you know, that was expensive. Ooh, and then you get, you actually have buy watches no and you find out, oh, shame. you get close to it, they say Movado, you know, like, it, it's like you know, <laughs> you Movado. You on a, right, you got on a, a, a fake <laughs> Here last year. So, yeah, the point is, yes, we were doing stuff like that. Absolutely. Walking oh, around man. when just you know, just cause. Well, we 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 thank him for growth. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, he needs to grow some more. Um, and so yeah, Micah, have a seat. Um, now our nursing home friend, Mister Reggie. I don't want to. I don't want to predict bad things, but I really, I just, I don't know. It just gives me. It, it gives me. I, yeah. I don't know. Maybe I have anxiety around like show characters that have been ripped away from us but you know reggie he's the he was boxing and shadow boxing in the room you know ralph angel was intrigued they become friends in the middle of covid and then the next thing you know he's gonna go to mr reggie's room and it's gonna be empty yeah i mean my overarching prediction is that this nursing home thing is just not gonna it's just not gonna go well like it's gonna go left at some point in some capacity so 
or even like Ralph Angel's mental health of having to see this type of stuff happen constantly. He seems to be handling it pretty well, but yeah. Well, that wraps up our evictions for this week. And that takes us to our final segment, our shots of bourbon for who we think had the best week, the best episode. So anybody have any strong contenders? Go ahead, Corey. I'll go first. Um, You know, reluctantly, because he's been making terrible decisions for a long time. You know, I hate to get this guy to shot, but I think after this episode, he really deserves it. So my shot is going to go to uh, Ralph Angel. I just thought, you know, what he did at the uh, old folks home, uh, you know, Panama tried to call it the nursing home earlier, but, you know, it's called an old folks home. Um, My bad. I thought, yeah, man, come on. No, use the correct terminology, old folks home. But yeah, I thought that was a real stand-up thing to do, man. And like, that's probably one of the the coolest things he's done on this show. And, you know, obviously that's going to make Mr. Reggie's day, month, all that, probably his whole year, you know. And uh, so, yeah, Ralph Andrew gets my shot. Okay. I agree. I mean, I was just going to piggyback right on, you know, it's for Ralph Angel. Bringing those people together was awesome. Hearing the nickname, he, now he's Mr. Goodheart, um, <sighs> you know, and he continues to deal with things as they come at him. He continues to change week to week, change the wedding, no problem. And he relied on his support system, you know, when he put his head in Dollar's lap to, you know, go home and get some love. He had a hard day. So, shot for Ralph Angel. Well, I actually, I agree with everything y'all said, but I actually, and I'm going to just stick with what I was going to do. I'm going to give my shot to Aunt Vi, um, just because she was actually able to get Prosper out the house to really show up for him in a way that, at least up to this point, nobody has really been able to show up for him. And even, you know, with Hollywood going through what he's been going through, um, she's still been able to make him feel her presence. Because we talked about Hollywood speeches. I thought Aunt Vi had some good speeches. Like what she told Hollywood after his mom passed about like, you know, like or even before, right before his mom passed about, you know, she she's still here. She's still with us. She's, you know, among the living. And, you know, she instilled in you faith. And I just thought she had all of the right things to say, like there was nothing if there was anything that you should say to a person in that moment that's that's what Aunt Vi said so I'm just gonna go ahead and give my shot to Aunt Vi this week all right I'll go ahead and jump in here um I too was gonna give my shot to Aunt Vi for getting Prosper out the house you know she they are figuring out ways to make Prosper feel part of everything that's going on like they're trying their own ways to do it uh but Ralph Angel that's, that's a hard one because Ralph Angel did what it he did was, was was amazing. Uh, I do agree, but I, I my my first thought was on Vi because you know Prosper was, it was good to see Prosper smile. Yeah, he didn't see how many people he thinks gonna pass away. Like he was afraid, concerned, lonely. So to see him get out the house, I it made me feel good. So I was really happy that Vi was able to do that, um, even if she had to bribe him with with good home cooked meals, <laughs> which probably would have got me out the house too. Awesome. So that's two, two, two for Ralph Angel, two for Aunt Vi. So Shanice, you the tiebreaker. What's it going to be? You know, uh, I think I'm going to have to go with Aunt Vi. Ew, I'm going to have to ew, go with Aunt Vi. Ew, ew, ew. For all okay. the reasons previously stated. <laughs> okay. Well, that settles it. So Aunt Vi gets our shot this week in a heavily contested battle with Ralph Angel. <laughs> <laughs> But both two 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 very deserving candidates, but I'm by taking it home this week. So let us raise our our shot glasses. Clank, 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 clank. Yep. <laughs> clank, clank. I always have a red cup, by the way. Literally always have a red cup. It's water. To add to the blackness. Well, I think that wraps us up, Panama. 
yeah, that'll do it for this episode of, of Bourbon and Border Loans, uh, titled Early May 2020. And uh, if, if they know like we know, then, then late <laughs> May wasn't no joke. Yeah. So I think we are all coming per- down the horizon. All the smoke. I I am very intrigued about next the next episode because it's been a lot of Rona, but anybody who lived through 2020 knows that it took a hard left turn come yeah. the end of May, and uh, I don't know that the nation ever quite recovered from any of that, like un- at all, any of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're still in the midst of Rona. We're still in the midst of it's not on people's mind the same way, but you know, social justice reform, criminal justice reform, um, you know, so. And Nova quarantine with white people, so. <laughs> yeah, she's outnumbered. She's outnumbered <laughs> oh, in her house. And that has the thought? potential to go, to go, and, and listen, Calvin is an ex-cop. And Calvin right? has already shown himself to be, he ain't ten toes down and what I need him to be ten toes down and for real, so. I don't know. Yeah, we we gonna we gonna the, the the main bullet point is we about to see. It's it seems like the the stage is set for all the fireworks very shortly in the next episode. So for Janae, Jabri, Corey, Shanice, myself, Panama, thanks for listening. Bourbon and Border Loans, Black Tastic, one two three, take flight. Take flight. This goes away Love kisses on my eyes My heart will always hold a place for you Your touch helps me find peace Let's each I'll give my last piece to you That's how you know it's real